Good evening and welcome to Warhammer Wednesdays uh, with Once Upon a Time in the Old World. I'm your Games Master, Jim, and these are my fun group of uh, players and protagonists. Uh, hi, I'm Roger. I'm definitely awake. Uh, <laughs> That's two I'm weeks playing... in a row now, Rog. I know. Same. I'm, I'm doing it. Uh, I'm Johan, playing Johan von Erfinder, the human engineer. Hey everybody, I'm Aaron. Uh, I am playing Hagen Ritter von Delbers, the human knight of the cult of Ulrich and wielder of Hammerzite. Hammerzite! Hey up, boy gum, it be me, Mordek, the Dowie, pit fighter extraordinaire, and almost at death's door. Let's do that again. Hi, I'm Colin, <laughs> and I'm playing Carolyn Redmacher, the uh, warrior priest of Ulrich. Um, yeah, I've not been murdered yet. <laughs> Good evening, all. I'm Dan, and I'm playing Ilmarin, the elven envoy slash now a duelist, apparently, because he's doing very well for himself. Um, however, his health is not doing so well, so I think if he gets into another duel... He might be dead, but we shall see. <laughs> okay, so if you joined us last week, you'll know that our party has fallen upon a plot to bring back an old king of Midnight from the dead um, by a group of uh, nerdwells called the Ebon Blade. Uh, they have also managed to uh, anger a uh, Nurgle cult. But as we left the group last week, um, there was some sort of shock explosion um, where those with faith were almost removed from their faith for a matter of seconds before they felt their, their, their gods again. And uh, I believe we left it there, didn't we, when, it, when your, your um, senses had come back to normal. I think, I think we, we were preparing to head to Lady Nax, weren't we? Yes. Mm. In the hopes that there is someone in this city who, who can actually be on our side and we're not just... Do you think maybe she'll believe us this time? I, I don't think no I should idea. do any talking. Uh, I think that's <laughs> probably for the best. So who's been captured again? Is it the, it's the guard captain and it, was it Gunter or Franz that's been Franz. captured? Franz was captured by. So, uh, are we are we bringing Gunter with us as well? I assume if he's blood. Oh yeah, us. yeah, yeah, yeah. The no whole point guarding our inn. <laughs> yeah, we need every ally we can get at this point in time, right? The inn is <laughs> is expendable. <laughs> if the inn is full of scape when we get back, well, we'll just fire that blunderbuss. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I believe that. Um, was it? Ilmarin and uh, Mordek that were attacked by the doppelganging. Uh, yes. Haven, yep. Yes. Yes, and Ilmarin you know, I, did I, an amazing I, job of fighting that thing down. Yeah. <laughs> and what? And <laughs> um, one important question, which we've all forgotten clearly about, is Hagen's squire. <clears throat> Whatever happened to that? Oh, Anders. Yes, we would we would have to be dragging Anders out of his sick bed and bring him along with us. <gasps> that poor guy's going to get yeah. assassinated in his bed. Well done, Dan. I'd I totally forgot. 
I actually had the same thought earlier today. I was going through who was where, uh, and I thought, oh, Anders, yeah, he's not doing too well for himself. Yeah, we're like a we're like a, a parade of walking wounded between yeah. Anders, uh, uh, our dwarf, and our elf friend. So, <laughs> what you need is a few wheelbarrows. <laughs> so, I take it you're all going to the Lady Nats then. Is the is the rookery to send a message on the way? Um, yeah, yeah. It's just that Ilmarin's probably been writing up a missive for his father to send to Altdorf on the, okay. and it's probably going to finish off. If you don't hear from me again, it's probably because I've died yes. in very casual tone as well. It's like going to be very casual, like ending. It, you know. Might not be back for might not be back for the for the next feast day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I don't turn up, assume I'm dead. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just going to put everything in there about Maglif and the Ebon Blade and what they're trying to do, um, and for him to warn the Emperor because he's a diplomat in Altdorf. So, and I'll I'll send that off as on our way. Okay. So, you gather Anders together. Um, You'll, you'll need some form of uh, stretcher um, to to take him. Really. Do we still have our cart? Um, yes, you do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you've got a cart. Um, Load them you can put out. Yeah. Makes most okay. sense. Um, <laughs> Is this why? Gun- Gunther says. Uh, Am I staying Compared here or to am I coming behind with you? on his own to be assassinated by someone who came looking for us in the place they know we own? I don't yeah, know. If we're not there, would they go? I mean, and they I, wouldn't I, know I we weren't there. Us. I think Gunter and Anders might be better off left at the tavern. I, I think, I think we should take them with us. More, not not only for their own safety, but for the fact that, that these chaos beings already targeted the. Already targeted our allies at the tavern once. That's true, Carolyn. And they have the ability, or at least some of them seem to have the ability to wear the features of our friends. So I think we are best bet is to keep everyone we know close so they can't be used against us. Uh, some enemy can't use them against us as a disguise. Unless one of them is wearing the disguise already. Well, Anders has been abed, so I can't imagine that that would be a very long-term con by the enemy, but though it is possible. On the flip side as well, if they're close by and they are the bad guys, it's easy to stab them. That is true. And and based on your blade work, Ilmarin, you could make short work of them. I'll still leave the combat to you, Hagen, if I could. <laughs> yeah, it'd be my pleasure. My hammer's in service. But let's let's get back to the lady knocked and see if we can convince her of what is going on and find uh, find shelter so we can heal up and prepare for the coming battle. And you will see like Ilmarin wrap up the little missive and put it in like a little thing ready to go to the rookery on the way. I'm sure they'll give you a fine pigeon. <laughs> oh, hoping for a raven more than a pigeon, but no, it's pigeons in the empire. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I was a- 50 impact on your, your cart and you, you start making your way across to Lady Nats. Um, I do, however, bring the door that I'm working on for. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Good choice. Can, can Use we it to carry Anders out to the, <laughs> the cart. I was going to say, we could double it up as a stretcher. <laughs> Very good. Um, 
yeah. So yeah, you, you load Anders and the door on the, the back of the cart. Um, um, As you do. Gunter does come outside. He says, um, "Shall I bring some ingredients to make some um, fish and potato stew?" We need to travel light, Gunter. Just uh, just bring your blunderbuss. <laughs> he says as we load up at the door. <laughs> yeah, but his his stew. In all fairness, is a lot heavier than that door. <laughs> probably is. At least the way it sits on your stomach. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he, he sort of climbs onto the uh, the back of the cart. Uh, anybody who's seen a child lose their pet, um, yeah, he, he, he sort of he, he's he looks like he, he's just had his pet run over in front of him on the on the uh, turning down of his fish stew. But anyway, he oh. gets on the car and he, he's, yeah. Don't worry, Gunter. We'll be back and there'll be more than enough time to make more fish stew. Do you, do, do you, do you think Franz will be okay? I, I sincerely hope and have prayed to Ulrich for his safe recovery. Okay, because, yeah, you know, I, I, I'd hate for anything bad to happen to him. As would we all. Yeah. How about you, uh, uh, Bastiello? Uh, is he going to be all right, you think? I'm sure he will be. Right, well, if you and Agans, this is going to be all right, then that's good enough to me. <laughs> so where are we Hagen, going then? Hagen looks over at Elmar and he shakes his head. <laughs> <laughs> Imari <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was sitting there thinking I'm glad he didn't ask me <laughs> yeah. yeah same here because I probably wouldn't have lied to him Imari yeah. doesn't see the point in lying about these kind of things uh, Gunter we're off uh, we're going to make our way across to the uh, the compound where the lady knocked is staying to see if we can't convince her of the risk to her personage and the city so you get halfway across uh, and you're just leaving the, the market district. Um, and you can see some sort of commotion in the middle of the, the road in front of you. And it, oh, it looks like there's a couple of people bent over trying to help someone on the floor. Uh, but there's a lot of screaming. And as you get closer, you realise that the, the two people that are bending over helping aren't actually bent over helping but they're ripping the the uh, the chest and the uh, the abdomen open of this screaming um, young man on the floor. Could you all make me a call test, please? As they seem to be very skeletal in appearance. Everybody, remember you got plus ten since you're close to hammers out for your call test. I'm glad that my chosen weapon is a hammer. <laughs> What was it? A cool test, was it? Yeah. Plus ten. What <laughs> should be? I'm going to use a fortune point on that one. I think. I think I'm getting right. seen too much. Okay, so I might actually get an action then. <laughs> <laughs> that 
don't know if I should. Oh. <laughs> so someone done something to the dice. That's like three nineties we've just rolled. <laughs> uh, please tell me that at least. Oh no, you don't get. To... You don't need to roll, do you? No, no, Hagen, Hagen automatically Hagen, Hagen automatically test, passes because so. I'm like, good. It's not just going to be on my uh, me on my own fighting. <laughs> so the two Ulricans are, are fine with this. Um, I wouldn't say fine and, with it, just you know, not yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But um, it's pretty shocking rolls. Ilmarin, Mordek, and and Johan have just become. A blathering mess in the back. There's it's like, been it's been the, a long day. You know, we've seen Skaven, yeah. we've seen, you know, demons, we've been in dungeons, we've been in sewers. This is just frankly the straw that broke the camel's back. And now I'm and now Mordek's just like, what the f- actual fuck is this now? <laughs> Elmarin's choking back <laughs> the stick. In fact, you've swallowed it at least three times in your mouth. It's come up and You've managed to sort of stay, stay in. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, stay cool, even though you've lost your cool, so to speak. Um, <laughs> Hagen doesn't recognise any. All three of you are sweating profusely, and uh, well, this is like your worst nightmare in front of you. That you, you know, you, you know, like like you said more that you've been down the sewers. You faced beastmen. You faced warriors of chaos. You've heard demons of chaos supposedly chasing you through the sewers, but these pair of bastards are eating this bloke. Yeah, do they do they remind me of Mordek's ex-wife? <laughs> it's skinnier. In fact, a lot skinnier. Yeah, I mean, this must be really triggering for Johan as well. Having eaten human flesh, you know, it probably you don't yeah. really oh, hit Johan hard. <laughs> yeah, well reminded, Dan. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's brought it all back. Yeah, food, thanks, so. Dan. Yeah. Uh, if, in fact, one of their arms does look like that piece, of, <laughs> like the bone left in that piece of meat that you were, yeah, you fed on. Yeah. Well, Hagen doesn't realize that any of his companions are slowed by this. He's just kind of grinning, and then he yells out for the white wolf and charges. Okay. Would you like? To make me, uh, they they have seemingly, um, they've got enough on the minds at the moment in eating this poor young man. You take one, I'll take the other. <laughs> Unless you want to just like do it, a Kellen. big swing and take them both out at once, which, to be fair, you possibly could do. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Hagen charges in with hammerzite and swings at one of these skeletons. <laughs> Oof, yes. I was trying to work out how you're doing so much damage with one it's not, level, it's, but it's the damaging it's the damaging quality. Ah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I was like going, how did that possibly do that? <clears throat> Okay. So the first one, he tries to parry your 
below. And oh, he got a marginal success. But you do have the higher um, weapon skill, I believe. Yeah, I take it you say again. Uh, yeah, I think I think I probably do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, my weapon skill is fifty-five, uh, and then with uh, two-handed, it's uh, yeah. seventy-one in total. Well, he, he has a massive twenty-five. You spent a lot on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so nice. you uh, give him a crack for how uh, Twenty. Twenty damage. Crikey. Okay, you literally ride past and bring hammers right down on him, and you sort of hit him. Uh, smack bang centre of the body and literally he shatters in front of you. Yeah, and there's like even though it's it's not it doesn't come from him or his vocal cord so to speak, but there is like an unearthly screech as you sort of smash this skeleton to bits. Uh, he can use death glow and step in and hit the next one if they're next oh. to another. Are they, are they next to one another? Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're both... Uh, well, then I guess uh, I'm going to just have to do that then. You've basically just tied the woods, this blow, uh, this skirting down the down the road. So no, I'm not going to get a chance to <laughs> take an action. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, he, he, uh... This lad, he tries to parry as well. And oh dear. Uh, and... Yes, again, on the second one, you, you hit it on the backswing this time as, you, as you're going past him and you give him a good crack to the back and he literally obliterates. And again, this almost, I don't know, it's like a passing of air or something, um, an undead fart. Um, <laughs> it's like a big squeal and, uh, yeah, really nasty. And the smell is like nothing you've smelt before. It's vile. It's absolutely horrific. And even though these two things have just been obliterated in front of you, you find the three uh, companions in the back with, they have the tarpauling up to just below their eyes. Um, and it, the smell, Ilmarin has got his uh, handkerchief out over his nose at this point. It does smell worse than Mordek ever has done. So Hagen uh, turns to Carolyn. She goes, I, I don't think there's anything we can do for this man, but perhaps you can see to him. And then he turns back at the others. He's like, it's all right. I've got this. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the young lad on the floor, he, he's trying to speak. And every time he tries to speak, there's frothy blood coming out of his uh, mouth uh, and, and tears running down his face. I don't want to die. Please help me. Is this the guy I, that was being eaten? This is the guy who was being yeah. torn up. Yeah, torn to pieces. I can do a heel check, but it's not going to be pretty. Someone just end his suffering. I mean, yeah, that, that's, now, um, that's, that's... now the source of the fear is gone. Can we act normally, or are we still cowering in the back? So... Yeah, you, you've got your wits about you a little bit more, but all that's going through your mind is, where are the others? Well, there's two skeletons, there's ten. <laughs> yeah, it could have been surely these two. And 
if there's skeletons about, what else could there be? I am going to step over to this um this this poor man. Um <clears throat> and uh he, he tries to reach up towards you but you realise that his arm seems to be quite broken in a number of places, isn't it? Yeah. I I, I am I am going to uh commend his soul to Ulrich and put him out of his misery. Uh can I ask how? Are you using the hammer to the face or the blade to the, the throat? Um, probably blade to heart, actually. Okay. okay. More immediate, I think. I think then, the hammer and... to the face would have sent the others over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, you know, it's 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 smashing his face in just seems a little. Yeah. Disrespectful. Yeah, so 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 yeah, you, you, you draw your blade out and you kneel down and say a few words and slide uh the the blade into his chest and he sort of exhales and doesn't breathe anymore as the blood trickles down his face. Carolyn, I think we're gonna have to stay on guard. If there's two skeletons, there's got to be <clears throat> Dozens more, and who else knows what else is roaming the night's streets of Middenheim at this moment? I might actually get to swing at something. <laughs> it was good to have you at my back. I'm sure the next time you'll we'll need your hammer. Keep telling you stuff that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you carry on. And you eventually reach this nice big house of, um, was it Baron Yaganak? It was, wasn't it? Baron yes. Yaganak. Um, yeah. Uh, there's two guards on the gate. You recognise one of them as your friend who, who travelled with you. Um, and it, oh, you, you brought the door then, yeah? Oh, well met. We 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 do have a door, uh, and and I'm still not clear on on what fully transpired the last time my, our associates were here. However, undead are awake in the streets. We just dispatched two skeletons killing a citizen on the way here. Uh, really? Our, yes, our inn has been attacked. Some of our companions have been kidnapped, and we're. We are seeking to both ensure that the Lady Noct is safe and find a safe haven ourselves to rest and recuperate and prepare for what I believe is a coming battle. Okay, well, uh, I can bring you into the, uh, the, the, the the meeting room, I suppose. I'm not sure how uh, the Baron's going to react to you You're coming back here after smashing up his bedroom last time. Huh. Thank you, my perhaps, friend. Perhaps I... I should be waiting outside then. Maybe a bit more out of sight. Yeah. The thought of you staying outside on your own no more, though. It's yeah. It's not very. Uh... Maybe you could stay in, like I don't know, the kitchens or something, where the Baron doesn't need to. Be there, a wine cellar. <laughs> that <laughs> might not be the, the best guards. plan. <laughs> perhaps I'd be. 
it, perhaps it'd be a good idea if I go to the guard room. So if you enter the house, Lady Nact is downstairs. She's uh, just ready for bed. But uh, my friends, what, what has happened? My lady, we have grim, grim tidings. The inn uh, has been attacked. Franz has been kidnapped by the cult of Nurgle. The Ebon Blade are in force in Middenheim and are using foul enchantments to enscroll people's minds while they prepare to attempt to re resurrect Artur in a bid to bring Middenheim down. We are grievously injured, and we are looking for aid as well as an opportunity to fulfill our obligation and make sure that you are safe. Indeed. Of course, you, 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 I'll make it right with the, the Baron. Um, we apparently do have a door for you. I, again, I'm not yeah, exactly uh, sure what, what that is about. But. Um, more, more deck. Um, I believe he was maybe caught in shot from what had previously happened to them. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he, he uh, came towards with my uh, betrothed. Oh, I will say that we were warned that your betrothed may be one of these people who's been enscrolled, but we cannot verify that. Our only concern is to make sure that you are safe and that we stop this attack on Midnight. Well, I must say, like I said, you're very welcome here, but that must be on the understanding that uh, you make no such accusations against... Uh, yeah. We make, I make no accusations. I'm only telling you what we were told because I believe you deserve all the information that we have. I think that the people who have been in school, you're saying? I don't know, whatever words you want to use. It's not like they're willingly part of this, but they've been ensnared by magics of the cult. It's... I can only hope that we can... That's what we were told, but I've not seen any proof that way. I'm hoping that if we can find the source of that magic, we can cleanse it, but... I don't know at the moment. And I don't think Hagen, Sir Hagen has yet mentioned the two skeletons he smashed to pieces on the way here. That's true. Skeletons walking the streets attacking people. Carolyn is correct, milady. There, we did run across undead in the streets of Middenheim <coughs> killing citizens. We dispatched them readily, but where there are two skeletons, I'm sure there are other horrors lurking. It was after that strange explosion that happened earlier this evening. Like a, um, some sort of wave of power. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Sad, sadly, Gerhardt is still recovering, and we have not been able to speak with him uh, to ascertain what winds of magic may have blown against the city this night, but we can only assume they are foul ones. Indeed. Yeah. They were foul ones. I don't, need me to, I don't need a wizard to tell me that. Hmm. Um, if Caroline you go kind on, of paces so, off away from the conversation, she's 
on the third floor, there's a number of bedrooms that you can take for yourselves for, for the time being. Um, the Baron's out at the moment for the meeting, but... Um, oh, but yeah. God. Thank you, my lady. If we could see to Mordek and Ilmarin and, <coughs> and my squire, Anders, um, I would uh, I would stay on post in the event that something tries to attack you here in your home. Okay. Um, if if you um, speak to Jean, um, he he will uh, um, talk to the uh, the kitchen staff and get you uh, some drinks and some food. Um, uh, I'll make sure the the house staff make sure you've got uh, fresh bedding. Thank you, my lady. One other thing, I would recommend, though hopefully it will not come to this, that you you and your fiance be prepared to leave or leave the city uh, at a moment's notice. If the Ebon Blade gets its way, we may need to be traveling fast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll pack her back. <laughs> it's not like we've not done it before. Too true. But yes, on the third floor, um, there is a number of bedrooms. I believe there's eight, eight bedrooms on, on the third floor. So take which, whichever ones that you want. Um, there are some double rooms. Um, but yes, I'll leave it up to you. I'm going to get some... She'll, <coughs> she'll say to Hagen... Cameron will say to Hagen, I'm going to get some rest. That There's sounds no good, sense Carolyn. going into this exhausted. I'll take I'll take the first shift, and then I'll see who's up for the next one. Aye. Imaran is going to uh, <clears throat> get himself cleaned up. I don't think he's had a wash for a little while, and he doesn't quite smell as bad as Mordek, but he definitely smells a little bit, and he's very unhappy about this. So he's going to get cleaned up and have a nap. I'll I'll take the one after Hagen. Yeah, you, you notice that it, as you try the rooms, there's some of the the rooms that aren't made up, and they've got like lots of furniture stored up in there. They're, they're more like storerooms. Um, but yeah, but, uh, if you're having a bedroom each, you, you can find um, a bedroom each, or if you want to double up, you, you can do. Um, some of the rooms as well have an interjoining inter door. I don't think that Cavalin is paying that much attention. <laughs> Ilmarin is. He's looking for the most ostentatious room possible. That isn't the Lord and Lady's room, obviously. <laughs> so the most ostentatious room available. Yes. <laughs> they're all they're all pretty much the same. I mean, it's a really nice house, but these are almost basic rooms. The decor is nice in there, but you know, the it is. On the you've slept in better, Ilmarin. Of course, I'm a prince of off one, but you know, <laughs> yes, anyway, uh, yes, Ilmarin is going to sleep though, and he's gonna have a nice long rest, meditation, you know, all that kind of stuff, as far away from Mordek as possible. Because while he loves the smelly dwarf, he is smelly and it disrupts <laughs> yes. his meditation. There, there is a bathroom up there as well, and Excellent. um. 
the, the ladies so that they, they will um, fill your bath. If, if as, as people walk past the door, it smells a little bit like body shop because um, Ilmarin's thrown a load of these fragranced herbs and stuff in it. <laughs> and you can almost hear him humming a merry elven tune. And he's, he's you, you walk past the door, if you catch a glimpse of him, he's just like, ah. and he's like humming away to himself. And you know, it's almost like yeah. washing away that he troubles. It is, it is, but these nice scented sprays and and bottles that you've got, you suddenly realise how much that they um, react to open wounds and to uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of stinging, a lot of going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, right. it might smell very nice, but. Uh, to, to Amarin, the important thing is smelling nice, not feeling yeah. nice. So yeah. he's in the bath. It may sting, but he smells great. And he's just humming away, humming the pain away, humming away the last however long troubles that are going on. He's just letting it all melt away, including his skin, obviously, from the open wounds. Amarin <laughs> is fully capable of toughing out his scented bath. Yes. <laughs> No, there's a sentence. <laughs> oh, Carolyn has gone to sleep. Uh, Hagen's taking Furt's watch. Elmarin's bathing um, and then relaxing. Mordek, I take it you're having to lie down and. Yeah, um, snoring in the corner somewhere. Yeah. Um, Johan. Uh, yeah, I'll have a quick bath and then go to sleep. Okay. So the night goes without incident or any further incident and soon you're all waking up with light coming through um, the shuttered windows. How many hippos do we get back? You get four back. What, four for resting or do we roll the rest and recovery thing? Yeah, there's a button there, uh, rest and recovery button. Yeah, press rest and recovery. Ah, I healed nice. nine wounds. <laughs> Where's the rest and recovery button? It's like, you it's know, above a... your wounds, there's like a little bed, little bed picture. You can add, you can add plus two to that because of the... Uh, Ten wounds. Oh, that puts the, me on max. Yeah. Fantastic. The tonic that you was given. Um, I'll do me. Yeah, Ilmarin is... Better after I, am very re- I am very refreshed after that, I Yes, see. likewise. Yes, Ilmarin, after his long bathe, is feeling... I think I don't have any wounds at all. I think Carolyn probably took third watch, because that would have made sense. She wasn't actually injured. She was just like, there's no point me yep, staying yep. up all night. And... So, the lady naps... Uh, Sends word up to you that uh, there'll be breakfast ready for you downstairs in the uh, in the dining room. That sounds like a brilliant idea. Do you know what else everybody else hears? The familiar sound of a lute playing, one you've not heard for a while. <laughs> ah, Elmaron must be feeling better. That's good. We'll need his strong sword arm this day, I'm sure. <laughs> No, he's forgotten about being a swordsman. He's going back to being a diplomat in the plane he's loot. Leave him alone. <laughs> he is determined he's to not become a duelist. <laughs> he's had a double. Now he's back into a... Yeah. He likes his safe, comfortable room. He's, he's a bit like Bilbo Baggins. He likes his safe, comfortable bag end. That's what he likes. That's, where he's, that's his zone. Excellent. 
So I can't imagine your that Warren would like Bag M. <laughs> you're met in the dining room by uh, the lady next, and uh, she sits there with um, a silver uh, goblet that looks like it's filled with wine um, and some breads and cheeses uh, in front of her. Please, my friends, help yourselves. Cavalin is walking in in full armor because she had the last watch, and therefore it's just like, yep. Oh, he- yeah, Hagen. Fully armored. Hey, Hagen's in full armor, and he's got his he's got hammers out with him. He there's just too much going on to go around less than fully prepared for battle. Yeah. Thank See, you, milady. She does seem to be getting through this uh, bottle of wine rather quickly. Tell that she, you know, that there's definitely some sort of anxiety there, or. Um, yeah, she 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 doesn't look very settled at all. What news do you have, my lady? Nothing yet. I've not heard word from the Baron neither. Hey, what? He didn't come back from meeting. No. Was it a meeting with the with the higher members of the council? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We had attempted to find the den father of Ulrich, and we were told that he was at a. Uh, or the no, of Sig- or the, was there, the the high yeah, priest of Sigmar. The high priest of Sigmar was at a meeting. As was mm. like everyone else we wanted to talk to, who wasn't blithely ignoring the fact that death cultists were using the bloody church of Sigmar like a damn hotel. Well, you point. almost hear the tension pick up in the loot plane in the background. Like you're desperately trying to ignore what you're talking about. <laughs> but you can hear it in the loot plane. It's getting a bit more tense. <laughs> yeah. Ka- Carolyn will but, sort of so, you know where the fun, almost will sort of sink into a seat and grab some food. Um, unfortunately, I, I don't, uh, Johan. Uh, I, I had no reason to ask, really. I mean, Meetings and uh, and his social life rather bores me, so I I, I stay out of it. But um, I do worry for him now. He hasn't returned, especially with the, what you've said. We should probably go out into the city and see what's going on. Indeed, and we must. Now that we're refreshed and we're assured that the lady is safe, or as safe as she can be made, uh, we still must get to the bottom of the Ebon Blades plot to resurrect Arthur. And string snaps. (laughs) (laughs) And should we find ourselves able to rescue Franz from the cult of Nurgle? I'm up for... The way I see it, We've got a lot more people in this city that need our hammers embedding in their skulls than we have time to embed hammers in skulls. So let's get started. Indeed, Carolyn, I've always appreciated your eloquent approach (laughs) to head crushing. It's something that as an elf I've never had to endure, but you deliver it beautifully. Right. A lady act calls for another bottle of wine. Ilmarin scoots up a bit closer to her and goes, Mind if I join you, lady? Of course. And he pours a very large glass of wine for himself. (laughs) 
And this is Ar- why we didn't let Mordek go down in the wine cellar, because <laughs> then she wouldn't have any wine. <laughs> Actually, Mordek's been quite quiet. What, what's going on in Mordek land uh, at breakfast time? Um, Mordek is enjoying his breakfast thoroughly um, and eating quite heartily, because frankly, this might be the last time we get to eat anything. <laughs> There is Ever. a we dine in hell? Exactly. Yeah, it's as if someone knows that you enjoy a good ale and, and there is a couple of nice hearty jugs of ale on the... Uh, I will it's... enjoy those jugs. Okay. Okay. Breakfast jugs. Um, yeah, so you, you get some breakfast, you, you feed yourselves up. What's the plan? Um, let's go out into the city, stay with the marketplace and see what's happening. It's a good place to get a feel for the, what's happening. Maybe we could go to the Temple of Sigmar and see if anyone knows where this meeting was supposed to have been happening, see if the uh, High Priest of Sigmar's returned or not. I'm guessing quite possibly not if uh, if the Baron Buy the market. Sure. I definitely don't need to buy ammunition. <laughs> ah, right. <laughs> sure. Yep. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm quite happy for you to uh, get more. Get more bang. Well, unlike previous days, my friends, I think it's in our best interest if we do not split up. Perhaps to the marketplace first, and then yep. onward. Yeah. I'm just thinking that the temple might be a good place if we don't have anywhere mm-hmm. else to go to try and find a lead on where this meeting was that might then lead us onwards mm-hmm. into... Unless, you know, we run into a horde of I don't know, vampires or something that need killing. Okay. Not during the daytime you won't find that. So... I don't know, I know. You do set off towards the marketplace. I'm no wizard. Everything seems fairly normal. But there is something different. You can't put your finger on it. Um, there's a lot more guards about. Um, Maybe. It <laughs> depends on who they're um, answering to, I suppose. The populace, you know, the, the general c- civilians almost look on edge. Um, there seems to be a lot of people looking over their shoulder and uh, double-checking um, where they're going. And, you know, everybody looks... You, you, you've seen behaviour like this before um, in a siege, uh, where a town's under siege or... Um, you know, or are expecting an attack. But the the, the, the citizens of Ubersreich were almost very similar to this when the Bretonians were um, pressing down. Well, uh, uh, gossip and charm are not Hagen's strong points, so he's going to let somebody else uh, ask the questions. <laughs> Ah, Ilmarin's time to shine. I mean, I'm not terrible at them if if, if Ilmarin isn't here, but, you know. (laughs) To be fair, it depends on how much um, Ilmarin's skill outweighs the native racism. Yes, it's true. It's true. Uh, I mean, you could ask questions when I buy ammunition. They might be more inclined to talk to you if we're giving them money. Yeah, I was going to, like, start bullying some some guards, uh, talking to some guards and stuff. Can we just generally listen in to the conversations as we're walking through the streets? 
more to the point than I use my advanced elven ears to... uh... There's been too many conversations going on. People seem to be um, almost making journeys because they need to make a journey. And they seem to be in a rush to place a... You know, there doesn't seem to to be a lot... And then get somewhere they can lock a door. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But they don't seem to... It almost seems like they don't know what they're worried about, so to speak. You know. Okay. So maybe it's more the magic in the air than the rampaging skeletons. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. So maybe the rampaging skeletons isn't common knowledge. I'll, I'll not be, you know, shouting about rampaging skeletons in the streets. That would probably be a bad idea. <sighs> So where where are we looking at going? Johan wants to get some. We're going underneath. to the market to buy some more bang powder, I think. Okay, okay. Um, there is um, a uh, quite an old guy there called Friedrich who has got a sign above his semi-permanent stall that says Friedrich's Fine Shot, and he's got all manner of ammunition and um, uh, different things. He's got a few sort of kegs of gunpowder and lots of nice bits and bobs. He's even got a few nice pistols and a blunderbuss for sale there. You know. okay, um, can I have a look at the black powder to make sure it's good? Yeah, it, it seems of good quality. Excellent. Can I buy some, please? Of course you can. I need to look up how much gunpowder is now. Uh, it's three shillings, three pence. You see, now that's what I like well, about this party. Uh, well prepared. Yeah. So, <laughs> how much is it? Us. Sorry, three shillings and three pence. Yeah. I, okay. Okay. Although so, I only literally actually need the powder yeah. that actually includes bullets. Okay. Um, I've got the bullets. I just used okay. a lot of my powder making a wall go boom. So. It, it, it was it, well it, used. So you, you get what you need, or you, you tell him what you need. Uh, that'll be four shillings, please. Just for the powder. Um, I will call it three shillings. Oh, I've got no haggle skill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I do. I, I'm going to try and <laughs> down because that's crazy. But this is not my strong point. No, no, I do not. Bollocks. Ilmarin watching Johan's very failed attempt to haggle is going to step forward. My good man, this is obviously supply and demand. There's obviously a higher demand and therefore you need to charge more for it. However, we are here to help protect the city and I'm also going to try and haggle. No. (laughs) (laughs) And we are also here to try and protect the city. So you should give it to us at your normal price. Tell you what I'll do. War deck. War deck. I'll throw this. I'll 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 throw this pistol in as well. Shall we call it um, 10 gold? I don't need the pistol. I'll say patting the repeater on my hip. Hey, now, listen here, dismantling and this elf be wrong. Perhaps you should be considering us more at a more a um, discount rate, a bit more realistic. No! <laughs> <laughs> this 
Isn't my, I'll, have, I'll have you know that my prices are very good. And it, I have to say, yeah, you know, I can cope, cope with a little bit of haggling. But, you know, to, to, to pressurise me like you are doing, especially with an elf and a dwarf, I think he's damn right rude manners. Yeah. I, I don't blame him. I really don't blame him. <laughs> okay. Um, now, do you want this or not? Are there any other places I can go in the city? I'm not asking him. I would have, you know, we've been. Oh, but around there'll be before. other places, yeah. But it would just be a case of looking. All right, yeah, I'm going to walk off. <laughs> Time wasters. Hagen <laughs> is just. Hagen is not a haggler, and he's not a gossip guy. So he's just got his head on a swivel. He's looking for anybody who might be paying too close of attention to us. As we move through the streets, make me a perception roll, Hagen. Also, not his strong suit, but. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, they're doing well with the rolls tonight, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but this is non combat rolls. <laughs> when, when the proverbial poo hits the fan, yeah, then, then the rolls will be steaming out. Uh, yeah, it don't seem to be anybody following you. Man, I have so many it's... talents that I should have used in that haggle. Oops. <laughs> right, are we on to the next shop? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, after about 20 minutes of, of looking, you, you, you do come across uh, another shop. Um, and it is uh, Gertz Gunpowder Goods. And okay. you go inside, and there's a uh, quite a small dwarf in there, uh, but he has a really impressive uh, moustache and beard combo. Supposed to be very curly. Okay, I'll take this looks like a manly we not the elf. <laughs> Evening. Uh, good morning. Well, all depends how if you were drinking all night or not. <laughs> uh, yes, I suppose it would. Um, can I have a look at the black powder, please? You want to look at black powder? I'm looking to purchase some. Ah, well, I was going to say it's powdery and it's black. There's not much to tell other than that. Does it look like good stuff? He, he picks a, uh, a small keg up and he, he sort of pulls the lid off and there. Does it look like good stuff, Jim? Yeah, it, it looks yeah, it looks like decent powder. Excellent. I would like to buy some, please. I need um, enough to, to. I forget how much I used. I think it was about forty shots once. Uh, I can do that for uh, um, two shillings. Perfect. Done. I will hand over the two shillings and take the powder. I haven't seen uh, you uh, you and your friends about. You, you new to the city? Uh, yes, we've only been here a few days, I want to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can't wait for this uh, 
uh, festival day uh, coming up. Yeah, it's going to be great. Or it's going to be disastrous. I believe oh, they did. left the elf outside. He, he's just put, uh, yeah. Ah, the dwarf. Nah, 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 he would have definitely gone inside. Dwarf. Okay, they tried to leave the elf outside. It didn't work. As, as he's bagging you up this gunpowder, he sort of puts it on, on the counter and then he sort of lifts it back up and just looks aghast. Who, who brought him in? Hello, Master Dowie. And Imarin bows very curtly and kindly. <laughs> Uh, I'll just say I'll say in Kazlid, God knows how he got in. Yeah, he, he, and back in is he your friend? It's a strong word. Mordek will start ushering him out. <laughs> <laughs> but Mordek, we're friends. <laughs> oh, fine, be like that. Then <laughs> turns around, having done his damage, and leaves. <laughs> Bust. <laughs> You want to be ashamed. I'll be to trouble <laughs> You want to be ashamed. Calling that a friend. Are you, don't, are you got a poor memory yet? If you not... Can you not remember what his kind did? Eh? Why do you think a I grudge, travel with the Dowie? A grudge I'll is a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> I How can you overlook a grudge of that magnitude? And he gets the bag of gunpowder and he, he literally yoinks it at the wall. Yeah, in anger. A grudge is a grudge. Your Moran's head post back through the window. Technically, the grudge has been settled. You still have our crown of Calador. Shut up. <laughs> Get back outside, closest to the door. Uh, I'll just say we're dealing with a much bigger threat than the elves. They've probably caused it. More than likely. Correct. <laughs> it's true. Don't worry. If there is an elf involved. If he, if it is, why do you think I need the powder? Put a bullet through them. I'll deal with you, Manning, but I'm not dealing with anyone else here. And it, he's he's looking crossly at, at more. Have we got have we got the gunpowder? No, he's pouring some more out now because I kind of I kind of indicate for Mordek to step outside. <laughs> Hagen puts a hand what, on Mordek's shoulder. <laughs> he's like, let's uh, let's make sure that there's nothing else going on the street. How about? Yeah, you, really you get your gunpowder. Excellent. Yeah, so I'll hand over the and walk back out again. Ilmarin, have you been able to find out any information in the marketplace? No, the Dowie wouldn't speak to me, so... The the dwarf does actually come outside. He sort of follows Johan out, and he's oh. sort of just looking down at him. He turns around, Ilmarin turns around again and goes, Oh, Master Dowie, thank you for your kind service of your... you shut up? up. <laughs> Pointy-eared bastard. Oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> I could call you short and smelly. I don't. You what? You're short and smelly. 
No, you normally save that for Mordek. Yeah, but oh, Mordek's You friend. just wait there. And he disappears into the shop, shuts the door behind him. He's going to come out with a gun. Umar is just standing there waiting. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm politely waiting. We don't uh, need to worry about... Perhaps we should move along. ...or undead so or any of that crap. I, I start walking off. We're going to get killed locals. by the shopkeeper, yeah. <laughs> and we Umar, didn't even steal from him. Umar, and I don't, I don't think we've got time to wait on this shopkeeper. Let's, <laughs> let's be about our business. Gun. Oh, I know. <laughs> so the door of the shop gets kicked open. Yeah, and he's got his big blunderbuss in one hand, and he's got his his pack of of munition and gunpowder, and he slams it on the ground, and he starts packing it down his blunderbuss, and he's looking really angry. Marin <laughs> just stands there. What are you doing? Short and smelly, am I? Short and smelly. You and you call me a pointy-eared bastard. Is neither of those terms are polite. Well, you have got pointy ears, and you're a bastard. And you're short, and you're smelly. So they're both factual statements, then, aren't they? And also, I'll have you know, I am not a bastard. I was born into wedlock. And he levels this blunderbuss at you. I will step in between both of them. So the blunderbuss is pointing at me, and I'm going to say to the elf, "Eop." You shut up now, lad. And I'll turn around to the dwarf and say, if you fire that thing, it'd be the last thing you do. And I'm going to try and follow up with an intimidate roll, which hasn't worked for me so far, <laughs> frankly. But let's try. I love Mordek. Success. Nice. Thanks, change. Um... He needs to do willpower, I think. Yeah. Or cool, or rather. Cool. cool. That is yeah. a quite impressive intimidate score. Well, it came came quite clear to me at an early stage of this career that I was not a very good merchant. <laughs> so I started pumping up intimidate rather than haggle and trade and all that Fair sort enough. of stuff. <laughs> also probably comes from, comes in pit fighter, I expect. Yeah. Oh. It does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I'd imagine a dwarf's probably got quite a good call. Yeah. I have got really? cool, but I've always failed my outright cool roles. <laughs> and I'll be kind of. Oh, there it is. Right. Um... <laughs> Jim's like having to be like, I'm having to make a character Ooh, sheet. Nice. On the Fantastic. So I'll be giving a some grit and teeth and a low growl. He, he lowers the, the gun and sort of stands there with it in his midriff. It's a good job you stood in front of him. I recognise, does he have any um, family or clan insignia or anything? Uh, he's, he's basically dressed in Middenheim regalia almost, okay. you know, he, he, you know, he, he, local fashion um, almost. So like uh, an imperial dwarf. Yeah. Hey up, trust an imperial dwarf not to have any honour Okay, he levels if, gonna, if even you be even if Marin winces no, at that I point because even because you Marin knows you don't question the if you if you be a if you be a proper dowry yeah I'm digging myself a hole here if you be a proper dowry you would have been a disgrace to your family and clan I'm waiting for the bang now <laughs> yeah. yeah 
<laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking there's going to be a bang. I think you've just dug your own grave. No, no, no. As a proper Dowie, we're alone about proper manners and proper honour. Whilst the customer be in your shop, under your roof, doesn't matter who they are, you treat them with respect. Even if they be a pointy-eared elf, you get like that one. And I'm going to try another intimidate roll. <laughs> you're still things. talking intimidating as you hear it go pop. I mean, you <sighs> kind of walked into that one. No. <laughs> Is Imaran quick enough to push Mordek to a side oh. and protect him? Having seen the gun be ready to fire. That's fine. If I dodge out of the way, that means you get it. Uh, I don't think you can you can't dodge, dodge a blunderbuss. Not at this rate. It's more of a point. I want to try and push him down to the ground to avoid the worst of the it shot. It doesn't. It does. I've, I've got armor on and I've got loads of wounds left. I've got all my wounds back. So. <laughs> so you're going to spend them. You're going to lose them all. Picking an argument with a shopkeeper before we even get to the main antagonist. <laughs> that's that's that, Warhammer that, for that, you. That, yeah. <laughs> That pretty much sounds like a Warhammer game to me. <laughs> and here was me thinking that after for that... tonight, I don't think this was. <laughs> it's gonna hit me first. Don't worry. And, 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 oh, he's gonna get a pretty good bonus for being it's a point a blunder blank. It's a blunderbuss at point blank range, and you're not moving. He's got all the time to aim. Yeah, but he's shooting in anger. So you know, <laughs> you might be like. Ah! If he misses, it's really going to be embarrassing for him. Is this where he misses so badly the gun explodes in his hand and then we have to explain a dead dwarf to the authorities? We don't have to explain anything. I have the moral moral high ground. I have the moral high ground. uh, I don't know if Aaron's still there, but I think Hagen and Johan have just gone, nope. (laughs) (laughs) I think Cavalin's still there. She's... I mean, Hagen's watching it, but he's not interfering at this point. He's just like, I cannot believe this is happening. Watching from a safe distance. <laughs> he's like, and they're the elder races. <laughs> Starting off with such a good morning. Yeah, I think our reactions are were all in character as well when you said about his family's <laughs> honor. I can't find the ammunition. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> oh. Maybe the loaded props. <laughs> It's small ammo and shot, I think. Small shot and powder. Right. How to throw the GM completely off. Pick a fight with a shopkeeper. <laughs> Got it. Uh-oh. Yeah, um, a blunderbuss. <clears throat> I don't think it's just going to hit the three. I think it's going to hit the elf. Yeah. Dangerous. I mean, Blast three plus yeah, eight. All characters within rating yards of the struck target uh, take success levels plus weapon damage and suffer any conditions the weapon inf- uh, inflicts. So I think it's going to hit the elf as well. So I'm glad you spent all that time healing. You're just about to get shot. Oh, yeah. Why did you have to go and piss off the dwarf who sells guns? He's okay. it. <laughs> Bill Marwin started it. <laughs> I did not. The dwarf started it, actually. 
Not okay. Mordek, the shopkeeper. Oh. Gosh, was that an impressive success? That is 12 damage. On me? And both of us. Both of you. I, oh, I, I would probably be within one yard. When would I be within uh, no, one yard? Three, three yards. yards. No, it says it says it says here one yard on the thing. Yeah, but it's, blast. it's it's blast three. It's, no, it's not. It's blast one. It says here. Quality. No, no, but I know. But if you look at the uh, in the book, blunder plus is plus four. Is yeah, it's it's, four it's plus one, and the base is three. So it's yeah, uh, it's it's blast four. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I got hit. Uh, let's work this out. Can you dodge? No. No. You can't dodge a blunderbuss shot or any range. You can't weapon. dodge range weapons. That's what a shield's for. Yep. Did Mordek have his shield? Suspect he wasn't carrying. I I have my shield. I suspect I wasn't holding it out in front of me when he shot me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just more fool you. Um so uh, I will not count my um shield. So to... Where did he hit me in the left arm? Cool. I absorb six of it and take six damage. Three. And then you both have to take a cool test. Three. Oh, not again. I think it's plus <clears> two, <throat> so I'm just trying to find it. Cool. I am back to the point that hit wounds that I had before I healed. Perfect. Well, so I you two to be did my... decide to pick a fight. With we didn't pick a fight. He picked shot. a fight. He started it. He was very rude to us. I, I take believe the you damage. got to the point where you could have walked away, and then Mordek decided to mouth off, claiming he's disgracing I believe, his family. I believe that. the phrase was used, it's alright, I've done my job, I can leave now. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to re-roll that, because this is that, that is the second call test I've failed today. So I'll use a fortune. Um, so I only took four damage, I think. That's right okay. for some of us. Um, so I'm going to roll my call test. Yay, I passed my cool test. Astounding yeah. success. So what I'd like to say, if I may, if I may, so Mordek takes five down. So, you know, this blunderbuss goes oh, yeah. off in his chest. Yeah. You hear the clanging of metal against chainmail. Mordek yeah. looks down at himself. There's clearly blood trailing down, but he simply yeah. looks down, looks up again, and then just goes... <laughs> <laughs> You have 10 seconds to go back into your shop and stay there before I knock your fucking head off. <laughs> and now Ooh. he's showing remarkable restraint. I don't quite understand, oh. Mordek. He does sort of... I don't understand. Because he, he realises that it's going to take him a little while to get ready to shoot again. And he shuts the door behind him. Good. Right. We'll leave. Imarin. Like kind of like does the elf dwarf equivalent of a fist bump. <laughs> yes. Hagen is just shaking his head as he walks up. So more more day walks away and kind of goes. That was fun. Now what do we do? Anyone looks at Mordek and goes, "Do you know what? I'm about ready to take on these chaos cultists now. Let's go." I'll just kind of look at the bloodstains and Ilmarin's ruined clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I think something's it. broken in Ilmarin's mind at this point in time. I think he's been through way too much. He's failed a cool death quite spectacularly, almost failed a second cool death. Ilmarin is probably a very fragile minded creature right now. 
and probably is actually just looking for him. Maybe maybe he should join the Slayer cult right now. <laughs> Dye my hair orange. Join, get an axe. <laughs> okay, it's, it's your wandering around the market and generally looking for things that have happened and whatever. You go past this pub and it's called the Lonely Guardsman. And stood outside is um, a small halfling who you recognise um, as Raymort Underfoot. And he, he sort of... This the bouncer? No, that was um, Hedge Fog. Ah, oh, Mr. Underfoot, it is good to see you. Indeed. What has you for outside the Lonely Guardsman today? We're just keeping our eyes out. There's a few things gone a bit awry over the last couple of nights, and you know we're, we're, we're you know we're keeping our eyes on things. Don't don't we know it? Last night, Hagen had to kill two skeletons in the street. How unusual was that? Really? What? You, 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 they were definitely skeletons. Absolutely. They were eating some poor soul. So much for shouting about the skeletons in the street. It was pretty horrendous. You want to come in for a drink? Absolutely. I know Mordek will definitely have a drink. Hagen will definitely come in because he wants to hear what else has been going on. So as as you walk into this, this sort of tavern, one thing becomes apparent as soon as you walk in, and that is there is no race in here apart from halflings. There is just a sea of small people milling about. The halflings are Ilmarin's people, though, so it's fine. <laughs> and as as you walk in, um, Aegon goes in first. Um, who's following Aegon? Probably Ilmarin. Okay, okay Ilmarin, you, you, you go to walk in and this hand, you, you feel a hand sort of, not grab at your crotch, but it, it, it's sort of stopping you at the crotch area. Imara looks down. There's quite a bulky um, little bold halfling. Um, he's wearing a ankle-length black leather coat. Um He's got the most impressive um, set of eyebrows that you've ever seen. And those who have met him before recognise this little bruiser as Hench Fog. Uh, I think Ilmine's probably seen him before, but he was very, very, very drunk that night. Very uh, drunk. I think you'll find this is a... uh, an offling only uh, invitational. I appreciate that, but Mr. Underfoot just invited us in. So does that mean the invitation is now extended to us? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, you're not on my list. <clears throat> okay. Well, perhaps you should check again. And Ilmarin is going to use his wonderful talent that is cat tongue. And... He's going to swish his hair a bit and make himself look extra attractive. Is he attracted to me by any chance? 
I mean, he's got his hand in my crotch. He must be a little bit attracted to me. He has moved his hand, by It was just a, a stop thing. What he did yeah, was come into town to buy some gunpowder. <laughs> it's just Roger's fault if you asked me. We could have just gone with no gunpowder. I agree. This is all Roger's fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, I am now going to try a charm test. And let's see if he rechecks his list and I convince him that we're on it under a pseudonym. Yes. Yes, we do. So I point to a few names and I say, we're actually under pseudonyms. Um, Mr. Underfoot didn't want us on the guest week because, you you know, I'm quite popular around with the Low Havens and so on and so forth for my music. Um, and he wanted it to be a bit of a surprise that we were coming. So that's us there on the, on the list. That's our pseudonym. And I'm using Cat Tongue. He has to believe me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and can I say, you do a fine job fine job yeah you could go through that thank you very much as you approach Cordek, he sort of puffs his stomach up and he don't step in the way but as you as you move past him he sort of pushes you with his chest <laughs> I'll give him uh, a friendly push back <laughs> you better watch it dwarf Oh no, it's the it's the war of the stunted races. <laughs> I'm a feared I'm a feared fling round here, I'll have you know. Fling? Who's fling? Uh, Mordak, I believe that is short for halfling. Oh, I thought it meant like, you know, it like a summertime fling. The lovely lady. Are you mocking me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I'd be We're mocking gonna... you, but only in a nice way because I like you. I respect uh, you as a halfling and be as a bound as a as a job, you lot are on the list, or you'd be out now on your ass. Yeah, and I'd be kicking it down the road. Yeah. Mordek, Mordek, there's ale over here. There's ale, really good ale too. I've got to go now. They'll be singing my song. <laughs> Who's singing? Yeah. As you walk past him, Johan, he just seems to eye your um, impressive um, array of uh, weaponry around your waist. And he does give you a sharp look in between looking at the gun and looking at, at you. And steps it's, back a little bit. Looks almost good. Yeah. And Carolyn just walks past with uh, with, with no uh, no interruption. You you all get in there and you you realise where Ray Ray Mort's gone. And he's over in the corner in a typically shady fantasy corner. (laughs) Uh, And he's sat there with a couple more of the underfeet. And he signals over to you. Ah, Mr. Underfoot. What a Uh, fine, fine establishment you have here. 
it's not mine. We, 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 we just frequent it. Right, would you mind telling Vernon what you told me? About the skelly bobs that Hagen dispatched? You notice when you say that, a hush comes over the tavern. Maybe it's better if you keep it down a little bit. Well, you just asked me to... T- okay. Ilmarin, like leans in and goes, so Hagen dispatched two skeletons last night as we made our way across town. Probably something to do with that wave of dark, evil, cold, magic-y feeling. I'm sure you felt it as well. Yeah, yeah, there's something wrong. Hey, maybe we should be telling him about the Skaven and the the Nurgle in the sewer. Well, yes, we... Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. So anyway, these two skeletons were trying to eat this thing, and we think it's something to do with this plot um, to bring Middenheim to his knees, and part of the plot are Skaven, and part of the plot is Nurgle Knight living underground with a load of demons and Skaven. It's quite serious. Oh, and don't forget the Evan Blade and the Druki. Oh, and the Evan Blade and uh, a Dark Elf. He says really low under his breath. Because <laughs> most people don't know the distinction between an Asur and a Druki. <laughs> yeah, well, we, 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 we've, we've noticed that one of our... Um, one of the chaps who fences things for us, uh, he, he's not been around. He's gone missing. Um, yeah, things are things are quite worrying at the moment. Now, Mr. Underfoot, if I remember rightly, you always have an extensive knowledge of things going on in the town. There's supposed to be some high-up meeting between the head of the Sigmar Church and high-up barons and so on and so forth. I don't suppose Speaking you would... Speaking of the churches, if you notice that all the guards are, are like standing guard over the... Them and they're all closed. Mm, well, we hadn't got that far yet. The church was at some point our uh, next step. Um, but I don't suppose you would know where this meeting was taking place. Apparently, none of the people who were at that meeting have returned that we know of. Um, there was some meeting over in the park district with all the. Uh, the top toffees sort of thing. Okay, that's very useful information for us. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, I know you and your people are very well uh, regarded and very capable folk, but it might be best to have yourself prepared to leave Middenheim uh, as by our, by our estimation. By our estimation, it's about to get real nasty. Then we'll fight whatever it is. Then, if the fight is to come, you can count on us as your allies, and we will fight along you along your side. I'm sure Hagen will swing his hammer. Ah, this is true, Elmar, and I look forward to the day where we're able to put the enemies of Middenheim into the ground. Then, in which case, Mister Underfoot, I suggest you prepare yourself for battle. So you're you're saying it's. All this is down to chaos. Nurgle in particular. <clears throat> well, I mean, there's certainly a big player in, in, in it. This Ebon Blade is the other big player. But think of them as two opposing parties that are about to go battle over Middenheim. But I don't think the Ebon Blade, they're not 
chaos worshippers, are they? They worship no. the elvish god of murder, don't they? They do indeed. And their belief is that by killing all the humans, they're going to kill chaos. And of course, chaos don't want that to happen. And thus we have our two opposing parties and Medenheim and its civilians in the middle. So where are you currently based? We don't really have a base anymore. Our, our base got um, attacked and we're missing two of our own friends, presumed dead at this point in time. Um, we're trying to stay somewhat mobile so that we can prevent anyone else from being collateral damage. Okay. But I can assure you where the fighting is thickest, you will find us. Or Hagen. All right. And Mordek. So and what, what sort of stage are they up to, do you think? Near the final stage, I would imagine that wave of magic last night and the first sights of undead in the streets are the first step on the final push, as it were. Their plan is to bring Artor back to life. I expect on the day of the festival will be the day they attempt the resurrection. That's a sound conclusion. Would we know where this, uh, this, uh, the, the remains of our Torah? That was a question I was going to ask you, Master Halfling. Wasn't that big? Is it, was he not in the big coffin in Ulrich's no, temple? They moved the body. Oh, I thought his coffin was still there. Oh, that scuppers my plan to assault the... A coffin was there. Whether he's still in it, I don't know. Yes, because that was the place where they had the fancy black velvet, wasn't it, that was used by the same people? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, you know, that door that was locked by someone claiming to be a member of the Ebon Blade and how we should all get out of that way. That is also a valid point. So the body may be in the Temple of Ulrich. We cannot say with certainty. Which also might be the reason for the increased guards in the uh, around the temples. So what we need to find out then is where this, where the remains are. Because if they don't have the remains, then they can't bring him back. Exactly. So any information you can uncover in your investigations would help us along that way, while we do our own investigation to try to find a way to put a stop to it. Yeah, we'll, we'll look into it. I wonder who, how many bits they actually need and whether they need them to be intact. I imagine so. I think their plan is to bring him fully back to, say, back to life, back to unlife, to be used as a weapon. Mm. Uh, from, from what I heard, that they're going to use him to stamp out, and, and there must be some truth to it, otherwise the Nurgle representative would not have approached us in such a manner. Um, True. True. So there must be some truth to the power behind what they're trying to achieve. Otherwise, it would not have the followers of Chaos so rattled. Yeah. If we could find the body, I think our best course of action would be to burn it, absolutely destroy it down to its to ash. I agree. Not the easiest ask, but yeah. You need well, a Karen, big we, fire. 
we we've made a business out of doing the impossible, haven't we? We've made a business out of pissing off things a hell of a lot more powerful than us, so yeah, why not add this to the list? Yeah, I'm feeling confident after this morning's jaunt around the town. You are an idiot, but anyway. I think that's probably the first time an elf has ever been called an idiot. There's a lot of things that get called. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> There's a lot of things elves get called, but idiots is not normally one of them. My father would be very displeased if that's how I appear right now. <laughs> like I care. Right. <laughs> so, Mr. Underfoot, we can count on you when the final battle comes? Of course, yeah. Can get the low, I can get the low havens involved as well. Ah, oh, excellent. Uh, they they are a, a a good patron of mine. They enjoy my music. Well, then perhaps we should go to the Temple of Ulrich. I was meant to go there anyway to meet with the Den Father this morning, and oh, yeah. we can confirm whether or not the corpse of Artur is still there. What with him being almost certainly under the control of this cult, I'd completely put that out of my mind. Okay. Then we have a plan. Mr. Runfoot, we shall make our leave now and we shall head to the Temple of Ulrich to find out if the body is still there. If you don't hear from us again, it's probably because the body is still there and we are dead. That is a, that is a fair assessment. Okay. So, you're making your way to the Temple of Ulrich, then, isn't it? Yes. Apparently so. <laughs> um, as we make our way back through the market, I don't suppose there is any like healing salves we can buy. Yeah, you, yeah, you could, you could go. There'll be a couple of general sort of alchemist type of uh, people that have got elixirs of great health, but they're basically dried tea and stuff <laughs> like that. But yeah, there's a couple of these salves that do actually like work a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, applied overnight sort of thing. You'll get, you'll get a, a you know, some, sort of some uh, health. Ilmarion buys up a, a selection. <laughs> he feels like we're definitely going to need them very shortly. <laughs> Hopefully, I, th- I think the best case scenario is we're going to need them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can you try not to get shot by this one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just pay what what's asked. I've got plenty of gold and stuff. Yeah. So. It's quite a nice herbal sort of shop, um, and you grab a load of stuff together. But but like we find now, this natural stuff in a city is quite expensive, mm-hmm. and you gather a lot of stuff together, and it it, it comes to about a gold. Uh, Iron parts of the gold. Say again. Ilmarin parts of the gold. Okay. I mean, a healing draft is 10 shillings normally, so... Yep. Yeah. They're yeah, pretty good, I, though. You heal yeah. toughness bonus wounds. Yeah, so Ilmarin has brought a gold's worth of healingy bitsy bobsy bobs. Yeah, there's a lot of lotions and potions and things like that. 50% of won't really do anything other than smell foul and... Um, I'll give those one to more yeah. But Very much placebos, but yeah... Um, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just keep trying them until one of them works. <laughs> yeah. I'm putting in my trappings uh, assortment of potions and stuff. <laughs> so you travel on towards the, the temple 
And as you get close to it, you notice that the main doors are indeed shut. And there is a number of guards stood outside with um, shields and weapons at the ready. Not not at the ready, they, they just stood there. Where did oh, we leave the bag of stuff? Where did the bag of we, stuff we, end up? We still have it with us. Yeah, we're carrying it with us. Okay, cool, fine. Just, just as long as we're clear. Can't, can't leave it. I anywhere. have a bag of stuff over my shoulder. That's fine. I, I just completely forgotten about it since last week. Are you? As you get closer, could you all make me a perception, hard perception roll, please? I'm going to go with almost certainly not. You said that before, and you've nailed it. What? I what rustic architecture? Oh my goodness! I got <laughs> I actually passed with two success levels. Right. I did not. <laughs> I would have passed very spectacularly because somehow I'd ended up giving myself ten advantage, uh, ten combat advantages. Um, <laughs> just right. So I need to get a four or less. Nope. That was close. Okay. Um... There, is, there is ten guards here, um, and they also have a sergeant with them as well. Um, Hagen. You've seen this guy somewhere before. Is this the corrupt sergeant? That... You, you notice him as one of the guys that you met near the broken cart, the cannibal guys uh, on your first trip to Uber's Rock. Ah. And he seems to have noticed you and is smiling quite wryly to himself. So, Hagen turns back to everyone. It's one of the guards that broke out the Dark Elf on the road to Ubersreich. So we need one of them alive to tell us where Maglif is. I don't know how many of the other guards are with him and how many are actually, you know, guards. Marin slowly draws an arrow... And like he's like seriously like why why Hagen's standing right in front of him he's like knocking an arrow and he's like getting ready so that when Hagen goes <laughs> he's just gonna loose oh yeah my hands on my pistol <laughs> Hagen is out he's at about I don't know let's call it charging distance from this guy <laughs> he, and he, he says, puts his hand up with a uh, a mailed hand and he says that'll do there my friends. I am not uh, your friend. Spoken, I know you're not my friend, but I'm just being polite. What I suggest you do is you turn yourselves around and you go back to where you came from. Yeah? I know you, you, you're getting ready for your little ego trip where you're going to charge my men and everything, but I'm sure that's going to do you well, killing guards in Middenheim. Oh, cannibal. I have... No intention of killing guards in Middenheim, but as a knight of Ulrich, I will not be barred from the temple of Ulrich. I am here to see the Den Father at his request. Uh, the Den Father ordered us to shut the temple. 
You are not of the cult of Ulrich, and I will not listen to your words. Stand aside and allow me entrance to my temple. Who say you are guards? And any of you behind him who are guards of this city, you know that the temple of Ulrich cannot be restricted from those who worship him, let alone a knight and priest of Ulrich, and we would ask you to stand aside. And those of you who are not true guards, stand where you will. And we'll Move aside, man. Have it known, though, that if you do cause any trouble, the full weight of the law will come down on you. Don't worry. The weight of the Ulrich's law will be upon you soon, cannibal. Uh, my name's Thomas, not cannibal. Your name is irrelevant. You died on the road for Tom Ubersreich. It, your death simply hasn't caught you yet, but it will soon. I seem to remember that uh, a few of your friends here have got the same tastes. <laughs> you hear a click from the pistol. <laughs> Go on. Let, let him have his five Shoot. minutes. And they sort of pull back to one side. Okay. We go into the temple. As Iwaran gets closer to him, Iwaran leans over and goes, where's Maglev? Trying to look all intimidating and whatnot. <laughs> he's, he's obviously and not it, intimidated in any way, shape or form. And he's trying he, to look he, intimidating. He sort of giggles to himself and he says, who? <laughs> See this arrow? going to go through your eye socket just you wait but not today and this one he gets another one out this one's a maglith not just today just you wait just have it uh, so who's going into the church I assumed we all were uh, <laughs> I, assumed, yeah, I don't think we should split the party yeah absolutely not so Il Ilmarin's not having a full-blown uh, argument no 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 he's just he, he does sort of he does sort of beckon you over. Here, Alf. You want to know where Maglev is? Of course. Make Still doing the eyes. Okay, Imran, Imran cautiously moves <laughs> over. And he leans forward towards you, so his head is next to yours. And oh, I don't let him get that close to me because he smells bad. Okay, well, he, he leans in. Anyway. It's not that you think he's going to stab you, it's because he smells bad. <laughs> just, just be safe in the knowledge that we could have killed you any single night in the past six or seven months. And yet you didn't. And yet no, we're here. And that's why you're still breathing now. Wow. Maybe you should take your shot, little man. No? That's what I thought. You're a coward. And we'll deal with you later. Now, Myron, feeling quite pumped about it himself, <laughs> walks up with the rest of the group. Uh, we're so going to die in this temple. <laughs> <laughs> we're so going to die, it's going to be our own soul. <laughs> so, you, you open the temple. The, the, the temple isn't locked. Um, this time. <laughs> you open the doors, and the scene is quite familiar to you. The, there's the, the old that's being repaired, but that doesn't seem that no more work seems to have gone on with that. 
there's the door over towards the uh, the den father's room um, that is shut, and there is um, the the the, uh, the coffin or the um, the big stone uh, container uh, draped with the black cloth uh, that was there. Before so, we confront the Den Father, let's see if the body is there. I was going to say, do you want to have do this before or after the pointless conversation with the? No, before. Okay. So you go to the Den Father's room, yeah. Uh, we're going to go. We're going to check the coffin out first. Okay. So you pull it back, and I remember you looked at it last time, didn't you? It, it looks like uh, there's a thick seal, but it looks almost like. It could have been broken, but you're not sure whether it is or not. It's a very old um, relic that this this sort of um, deathbed uh, coffin, whatever you want to call it. Carolyn, as a priestess of Ulrich, this is more your area of expertise. How do we go about properly breaking the, a burial seal? <laughs> While they're talking, Ilmarin's going to be looking at the seal. <laughs> Funnily enough, <laughs> desecrating coffins has not come up in my uh, studies so far. Where's we use a fortune point? It's ten to ten. True, I could use a fortune point. I, 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 I'm, I can't get any worse. That's true. <laughs> it actually That's... literally cannot be worse than what I It still is a success. Right. Well, that's understandable, Carolyn. Let's just break the seal and see what's in there. I think we all know it's going to be empty, or at least not the body of our tour. Okay, so... It's very. You, you almost need some sort of lever or uh, a crowbar or something. How about Mordek's magic axe? <laughs> ah, yeah. Well, you can Fine with that. <laughs> the axe might object, but hey. Wait, no yeah. crowbar. Yep, you are today. <laughs> Says Mordek out loud to himself. Yeah. Yeah, just when you're not expecting, I'm going to cut you next time. Yeah. I'll teach you. Yeah. And to pay for cuts. So after a little bit of wrestling, you the, the top of this casket moves slightly, and it topples over to just like a side, so it can be shoved it off, and you you shove it across, and inside is a skull, and. Lots of bones. So if we're really quick about it, you can smash them with hammerzite and then we'll put the lid back on and no one will ever know. Do we think they're actually his bones? I mean, does it look like a human corpse or does it look like somebody just threw some bones in the skull? And yeah, it looks like a human corpse, yeah. <laughs> Make I mean, me a... Was Arthur known to be bard. particularly large? Is it... A large skull. I mean, I don't know whether he was known. Do we particularly large? Maybe a hard perception roll. Those are looking in. 
All right. Once again, this will uh, not go particularly well. I apparently can't roll under an eighty tonight. It's the nope. last. It's the last little bit, so I will use my last fortune point. I think. So, um, I've got two success levels. Oh, okay. Johan's got it. Well, then, in which case, I don't need to. Oh, I do not get under finally a passed a roll. Hey, well done. The, the body does match what a human would look like, and yeah, it, it, it's quite a big skeleton as well. So it, it looks like some form of you know, yeah, a, a very large. Um, there is something that you do notice, and that is anybody of importance who would have been buried will have been buried with uh, artifacts and things of his possession, none of which are in it. It's just his bones and his skull. Uh, it's, ju it's just his remains. Yeah, I'll basically relate. <laughs> if it's Arta, where's his relics? They've uh, taken them for the ritual. Or they've taken the whole body and left uh, this ruse in its place. But I think you're right, Omar, and we need to dis destroy this skeleton just in case. But I think we need to be prepared for the fact that this is not his body. So as you're, as you're talking, you hear a knocking on the door. Are you finished yet? I will finish. I will finish. My worship to Ulrich, my god in my time, cannibal. Can I shoot him yet? <laughs> Very soon. Someone shooting him, it's going to be me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I can't argue with that. Old <laughs> Johan Leg of Ham Earthfinder. <laughs> so let's, <laughs> let's take the skeleton. No, let's just smash it. We don't have time to be carrying around bones as well. Okay. So he starts pulverizing. Hagen starts pulverizing the skeleton down to dust and powder. <laughs> uh, but what are you doing? This isn't Arthur. This is just some guy. We don't well, know for a fact it's not Arthur. We need to be prepared regardless. I'd be very surprised if it was. I am too, but we better be thorough. I would hate for a mistake at this point to be it, it what undoes us. It would be a shame us. if... if... Like we 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 get to the big climax of whatever the fuck's happening, and they go, and you walked right the fuck past him, yeah. you idiots, uh, it's and true. then he jumps up and kills us all. Yeah, and if this is a true follower of Sigmar, then their soul will realise that what we were doing was the right thing to do anyway. Humans' a fascination with death is beyond me, but there we go. <laughs> Uh, and I assume once he's finished smashing it, you just kind of push the lid back closed, put the cloth back over as if nothing happened. <laughs> Assuming no one interrupts you smashing this skeleton to pulp, <laughs> which, which to be fair, like, I'm kind of waiting for someone to go, what the hell? Now, Omar started playing his lute and singing really loudly. <laughs> there is a couple of guards who stick their heads around the door, you know, and look puzzled at what you're doing. Hagen does not pay them any attention whatsoever. Uh, surely a real guard would have uh, decided to intervene at someone smashing a We relic. can all establish they're not real guards. <laughs> we haven't necessarily established they're all not real guards. I don't know. You, you can hear several footsteps coming down the street outside. Quickly, finish up, finish up, finish up, finish up. 
Hagen does it as quickly as humanly possible. And with Hagen and Hammersite, that's pretty pretty, quick. pretty damn quickly. <laughs> Is it quickly enough, to... though? Jim. Jim, have we done what? it quick enough? Put the lid back on and covered it back up with a cloth. That we remain. Well, under... there's no one coming to the temple, so yeah, you can manage all that. Lovely. Now, and Hagen, did you want to try and see if the Den Father is up there? Or... I, I gave, I gave my word that I would return in the morning. I'll see what answer he has now for allowing guards to bar the entrance to the temple. So I go knock on the Den Father's door. There is no answer. I check the door to see if it's locked or unlocked. Nope, not not locked. I open it to see if he's in there. No, nobody about. Right. Well, gentlemen, we can either proceed in our inquiries or we can deal with the guards on the front step. I have a feeling that would draw down unwanted attention on us at this point, as much as I want that sergeant dead. We'll get to him, Hagen. But right now, we need to look at the facts. And the facts are that nearly every important person in the city important to its defense i might add was at a meeting which they've not returned from right. i say we gate crash this meeting i agree we don't know where it is do we it's in the park district can't be too much to look in the park district i can always get to some rooftops and potentially give you some eyes i think that's the best course of action we need to try to find out what happened in that meeting agree So we leave the temple, leave the temple of Ulrich, and head towards the park district. Okay, as you as you leave the temple of Ulrich, you notice that there isn't ten guards there now. There's another two groups there, so there's roughly about thirty guards. With we can take them. As the guards say that. Um, so have you finished what you were doing? Yeah, Hagen prayed hard, and uh, the Den Father sadly wasn't there. So, thank you very much for your time. Uh, we, we've got another engagement to get to. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, we've just received some information, and uh, we've been told that uh, one of you might be able to aid us with uh, our investigations and inquiries. Well, considering you're not a real guard sergeant, I doubt your inquiries oh, are very I am real. A am I not a real guard sergeant? And there's a lot of laughter from, from the guards. Where's Captain Miller when we need her? <laughs> Unfortunately, absent. Presumed dead. What, what inquiries? Mm. Yeah, the, the Den father was uh, found dead last night. And apparently... Um, you were seen leaving the temple. So we uh, just told you that we came here to speak with the Den Father and you didn't tell us then that he is was dead? Well, we know what troublemakers you are. We called for reinforcements. Mm. Bet he did. Now, we could do this peacefully or we can do it the hard way. Now, what I suggest you do 
Um, and as he says that, an arrow just gets knocked. I'm not getting taken prisoner a second time. Ilmarin has already been wrongfully imprisoned once before. Yeah. <laughs> I will not surrender to murderers! <laughs> <laughs> and, and with Carolyn's declaration... She places the sack next to Johan, and in a much, in a completely different, just immediate shift of tone. Could you look after this for a few minutes? <laughs> Well, with that emotional impact from Carolyn, I I can't help but feel that this is that we've got to rock up here. You know, she's just totally inspired me to do it, so I'm going to pull my axe out and start whacking things. Okay, right. so you obviously you ready your weapons, and you hear the noise of uh, these these guards ready in theirs. <laughs> this is going to get bloody, but there is no way. You've just told me. I think next session is going to be quite an extensive combat <laughs> session. TPK. Just there. <laughs> both face off. Yep. Okay. That, that's so, fine. Like there's a good place there's only leave, 30 of them. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, well, Hagen killed like 20 Skaven on his, on his own, didn't he? I mean, we may have to, you know, it's all right. Back we just the funnel them into the doorway. Yeah. We may <laughs> have to back into the doorway a bit and, and fight them there. I'm, I'm not intending yeah. to charge into the open. And... Yeah, well, we're definitely going to have um, to fall back. <laughs> it's going to be Sundance. Immediately after, after I shoot someone in the head. Jumping out the temple of uh, Auric. <laughs> after the after you blow the cannibal's head off. <laughs> Um, Are you going yeah, to be spending everybody a, for... a, a point to go? And I am definitely hitting him in the head. Ah, oh, I wish I've only got one left. So yeah, we, we'll leave it there for this week as our heroes line up against the guards. <laughs> I think heroes is quite a, a strong word for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, we want to be heroes. We're just not quite there yet. <laughs> Whatever I... happened to all the heroes? Yeah, um, I mean history. History is dictated by those who, the victors, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So those that survive. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> Millie has said new characters for twenty twenty two. I don't think we'll make it that far. <laughs> she, might, she might not be wrong. And join us next week for the last episode of Warhammer Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you all for, for joining us. Uh, it's been a pleasure to have you along with the journey for this week as well. Um, I'm sure it's not as bad a situation as everybody thinks. Um, um, given actually, we've seen next, Jim's roll in. It given will be fine. the next session is likely to open with with Johan blowing a, a supposed guard captain to bits. Well, I would actually guard like sergeant. to say before we guard go... Sergeant. Johan was the only one that said he wasn't ready in his weapon at the end there. Yeah. He, he, he had it clicked and ready, obviously, earlier on. Oh, no, but, it's ready. It's been ready yeah, the whole time. But the rest of the group were getting hyped up, including Mordek. And Johan was sort of keeping his keeping his powder dry, so to speak. Yeah, I think the term um, you're looking for is getting his aim on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, this is this is gonna go brutally, brutally wrong. <laughs> it's Warhammer. That's what it Absolutely. does. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, please dear. join us next week. I think next week is good for everybody, is it not? We all good for next yeah, week. Oh, yes. yeah. No reason why I can't um, next week. Um, but yeah, it's the uh, second week in December. Uh, we do intend to run with the same characters as long as they're still alive. <laughs> A uh, Christmas special of Christmas week. 
So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try and so get we'll everything. Have, we'll, we'll have we'll have an or we'll have an, uh, a fantasy orcmus then as we're all there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you all for joining us again. Uh, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you to my players, and we'll see you next week. Uh, Thanks, Jim. Thank you, Bye. Jim. Bye.